The information presented in this podcast is not intended for the treatment or prevention of disease or any medical condition, nor is a substitute for medical advice. The information contained here in this podcast reflects only the opinion of the author and presenter and is in no way considered required practice. Welcome to Motivation and Muscle, the podcast that connects your brain to your brawn. Hi, this is Eric Fiorello, and I want to welcome you to Motivation and Muscle Streaming Radio 24-7. Today is the 9th of November. What was it? Um, I think it was two weeks from yesterday. It's Thanksgiving. Unbelievable. Looking forward to it. I think I'm going out tomorrow, get some tape and a few other things, and I'm going to hang all my Christmas lights outside. I got a sneaking suspicion we're going to have a white winter here, let me tell you. But... That's okay with me. Most people hate snow. I don't understand why they live in the Northeast. But it doesn't bother me. I'm out training. I love it. Also, too, don't forget to stand up, take a deep breath through your nose, out through your mouth, and repeat after me. I am a winner. I am a champion. I am unstoppable. Why? Because that's the way you talk to yourself. We've gone over multiple shows. We had a show the other day. But on, the, uh, on John Bruni's end, he had major Skype internet problems. We thought we recorded everything, and it's not even audible, so we've got to redo it. But we did a show the other day that was on gratitude, M&M style. Holy God, was it good. And we'll, we'll make it even better. But that's what I'm saying. Um, we got to look at some alternatives for Skype. There's no doubt about it. And, you know, I've got Charlie over the ocean from me, and as I said, you would think he was right next door to me. It's just amazing. So I don't know what it is, but we will figure it out. But it it was disappointing, but it's like everything. Recover. That's all you got to do. You don't worry about it. Fix it. Get to the next thing. Um, Also, too, go out to FiorellaBarbellCo.com. Go out to the Winners and Champions, Inc. product. It is cheap. And it will help you for the rest of your life. There's 14 modules there, and everything that is on there, we do at the FBC and FBC Steel and Stoneyard. Obviously, not everyone at once, but they're plugged in and plugged out. There's all kinds of great training stuff there and information. So go check it out and purchase the product. If not, like I always say, like when we're talking about investment here. Um, when you go out to FiorelloBarbellCo.com and you go out and look at the page, and there's a 25 a $50, and $100 investment, goes to my uh, PayPal account, and it goes right into my account. We use it for, with all the stuff, we're amping this place up next year. Wait till you see it. It's going to be unreal and hear it. Um, that's what a <clears throat> prosperity consciousness is all about. Also, too, you know, I hear people all over, invest every month, even if it's $5. That's $60 a year. I mean, that's nothing. And look at the content you're getting here. It's unbelievable. So invest in us because we're worth it and we're going to be around for 30 more years easily. Also, too, don't forget about um, going out to motivationmuscle.com slash category slash podcast. 
we have the stone giant on tonight, Charlie Oliphant, which I couldn't be happier. Um, Charlie hasn't been on in a while, but you're going to be hearing quite a bit of him the next three Friday nights. And I'm not going to tell you the people that are coming on, but you're going to love the quality. These are all going to be new people, too. So we'll be doing three-way conversations with Charlie, myself, and our new guests that we're going to welcome to the family. And I couldn't be more excited because this is what it's all about here. We've got plenty of the older ones coming in. We've got Mike Gillette coming back before the end of the year. It's been a lot of that. But I'll tell you right now, the show for 2019 is being geared differently. Um, It's going to still have the same punchy-in-the-eye force but there's going to be other things that we're going to take from the show and start branching it out more and more because we have to. And this is what I want to do. And this is what we're going to do. And I lead and I follow my instincts. Haven't been wrong yet. And I'm telling you right now, this will be even a bigger success in 2019. Also, too, go out to MotivationMuscle.com. Sign up for our free newsletter. It goes to my MailChimp account. I haven't been putting much out. But when I do, you get a ton of material on your, in your inbox, and believe me, you do. Also, another big investment. Come on in here, advertise with us. It doesn't necessarily have to be about weightlifting. Um, we love anything. You, you know, restorative, food, doesn't matter. If you're legit and you want to talk to me, my phone number is right on motivationmuscle.com. If you live in New York anywhere, I'll meet you face-to-face so we can look one another in the eye. And that is the way to do things. And also, don't forget about our YouTube channel, Real Men, Fiorella Barbell Company. Real men, real strength, real power. And that is what it's all about. As I said, I am going to give you a little information on Charlie Oliphant, who will be joining me momentarily. Number one. He's Scotland's representative for the International Highland Games Federation, Stones of Strength. He's a stone lifter, a farmer, and a Highland Games competitor. And also, too, I will tell you this, and and I've said this before in other shows, Charlie is um, one of the most genuine people I've ever met in my entire life. Um, And I know that for fact, and I know when you talk to him, he... He keeps his mouth quiet. He's not a gossiper um, because we talk about some interesting stuff. Um, And those are the type of people I believe myself and everyone should be around. You should surround yourself with people that are pulling for you and you for them. Um, This is what this network's all about, among many other things. But as we dive into 19, um, you're going to start seeing a lot of changes let me put it to you that way and they're all good so on that note charlie it's an honor welcome back to the show you know i enjoy having you on and uh come on in and give out any information you would like sir well well, thanks very much for having me back eric and uh and thanks very much for the kind words uh, which uh was very flattering uh very kind of you and obviously the, the, the feeling is, is mutual yep um yeah uh yeah, a few contact things. Obviously, yeah, uh, if, you, if you're looking for me on uh, Facebook, for instance, my name's Charlie Blair Oliphant, and uh, I, I run this event called the Yard Blair Stones, which is quite a popular uh, event. 
and uh, there's a, a YouTube channel which is simply called The Ard Blair Stones, and I also have a Facebook page, which uh, a community page, which is called The Ard Blair Stones. So uh, there's, there's a few options there, and um, yeah, if anybody would like to get in touch with me, I'd be delighted to speak to them. Plus, lately, I know we talked offline that um, you're getting out a ton of film from The Gathering, and uh, we know the Ard Blair Stones were there for the first time, which is awesome. And, man, oh, man, did you have an awful lot of people there. And I think that's a great representation. I've said on multiple shows about Charlie, not only when we've talked but uh, with other guests, that I feel we know that stones are just exploding. But the thing that Charlie and I have a mutual um, um, belief in, and we share this a lot on the shows and on other, and when I do other shows, is the need to get younger kids involved in this um if you've heard our interview with charlie and his son lawrence outstanding if you've seen the lifting this young man does outstanding if you've seen the other young kids loading stones or coming close outstanding and you see all genres i mean we're not closing anything off to anyone but when you can teach children and hopefully they'll stay with it, even if it's one, two, three percent. Um, you know, I remember when A.E. Russell was on here with us, Charlie, and she said one of the kids there, she thought maybe he was like around 10 years old, and um, he lifted the stone and he had a grin from ear to ear. Let me tell you, ladies and gents, that can change your life forever. And I, I give kudos, you know, to Charlie and Stevie and all these people out there that – they have a vested interest, but they, they have something even more important. They care. All right? A lot of people can go out and slap an event together and slap their shoulder and say how great they are. Good for you. But the thing these guys are doing is they're putting on these events, these things that they have, and they are getting people to join in, participate. That's what it's all about. That starts leading that path we talk about here. You know, mainstream it. Well, we're going to mainstream it. You know, I talk about 10,000, 100,000 people we're standing in front of. Believe me when I say that. Because I'm telling you right now, there's some good shows out there. But they, I, I'm going to brag for a second. They don't have the vision I've got. I've had my whole life to think about this. And I'm going to tell everybody right now. I was going to talk to Charlie about this uh, uh, as a different show. But I'll tell you right now, I've been thinking very deeply about myself, my life, all the changes I'm making, where I want to go. And I ask myself, what if, I've said this on other shows, you should ask yourself this all the time, or what would I want to do? What am I doing? I know right now, my voice, the leadership of this show, that's why I'm here. That's why I'm here. And I can back up what I say. There's a lot of people out there pushing physical this, strength this, get in shape this. When you find out the whole story about them, it doesn't always add up. You come to the FBC Steel and Stone Yard, your jaw will drop. I don't care how, how much you've been around. This place is the real deal. And I know what people have said to me. When they hit the last third of this driveway, it's like, holy shit. And that's not even with the garage door open. All right? So that's what we're about, and that's what I feel I was put here for. 
We're gonna we're leading the revolution. And with people like Charlie and many of the others here, believe me, it's in good hands. Um, and Charlie and I are going to speak about a very interesting thing that's been another part of my thought lately. And the name of the show is going to be You're Back for More. And I'm going to break it down small and get it right off to Charlie. Um, I've talked about a lot of the stuff I've been up to probably for the last six months. The Power Rack Holds Pushes with John McKean, who in my mind is one of the sharpest minds ever. I've met in physical culture. Unbelievable guy. Records everywhere. He's not a 350-pound behemoth either. He's probably a 160-pound guy, maybe a little more in his heyday in the 60s, but an incredible strong man. Unbelievable. And, you know, we talked not that long ago. He goes, boy, oh, boy, I wish I knew you then. And I got in the stones. And I was like, well, it's never too late. Sandbags. He would have been a dynamic stone lifter. I know he was set up. He's short, very thick, um, very powerful, and just great. And then, of course, obviously, you know, I've been talking about, you know, I'm really back into the stones hard now. I've got some ideas. You know, Stevie said on the three-way show with Charlie the last time we were on together, I don't think he said on a show we were talking offline about a few things we're interested in doing. You know, you need to get that information out of all this stuff you're doing with these stones and, you know, the chains and, and the power rack and all. I said, that's coming, believe me. But that's a whole other thing. And when I say you're back for more, I believe everything vibrates. We talk about vibration here. Those stones, that power rack, those bars, those big, thick, d- deep dish plates, everything. And when I was out last night, I could feel that through me. And people say, are you out of your mind? That stuff's not talking to you. Well, how do you know what's talking to me? How do you know when you're standing there, whether it's calm or windy or whatever? How do you know you're not connecting to all these things? And you have to connect to them. If you can't connect to stones, sandbags, weights, power racks, plates, bars, you're not going anywhere. And it's logic. What I'm trying to show you here, teach you here, is... This stuff knows when you're there. I know that. I walk in there, and it's like, I just beat the crap out of you 48 hours ago, and you're coming back for more? Good. Good. Bring it. What are you going to do tonight? Are you going to beat me, or am I going to beat you? And see, this is what we talk about with all the mental training. This is how you construct things. I did that show recently. Um, It was a solo show. Um... What was it? Up Elevator. I can't think of I say it all the time, too. Um, going Up Elevator. And I said some smart ass will say, well, they go down, too. That's not how I think. That's not how we do things here. The point of the matter is when you construct these things and you visualize them, this is a great way to train. Especially I train alone. I know Charlie trains alone at times. I mean, he's, ha- he's been helping a lot of people out. But I know prior to that, he was alone. When you can construct these things, these are like life stories you're building within. Let me tell you something. The success rate is going to go through the roof. I could go like a madman, Charlie, but take it away, brother. Yeah, I mean, there's a certain familiarity and in, in, uh, reassurance and being in familiar surroundings and kind of doing what you've done for maybe numerous repetitions in the past. And far from being 
kind of sort of stressful is it can be quite a relaxing thing because it's an opportunity to really think about nothing much else except however however many reps you're going to do and just the familiarity of being in that environment and if you want to take it another stage further if you're if you're fortunate enough to have um uh, training equipment whether it's stones or logs or whatever outside yep. then you it's almost it's almost more elemental in a way yeah because then you're sort of you might be battling against the elements to an extent or a, a log might be heavier and and in a, in a sort of strange kind of way they, they do sort of adopt a sort of character if you like the, yeah. the different characteristics and things depending on where they are what you're doing what the weather's like so there's always a, a sort of a slightly different challenge but at the same time people Perhaps people looking from an outside perspective might think that's that's just really tough, that's really stressful, that's really hard work. And yeah, sure it is. But by the same time, my, your mind can be really at, at peace and um, it, it can always be relaxing, although it, it looks like really intense and you are putting the effort in. But uh, in many ways, um, focusing your energies on doing that can be uh, less stressful than some of the mundane things that you have to experience through life, if you, if you know what I mean. Oh, well, and the thing is, too, Charlie, is this. You know, we talk about things you love, things you love to do, things that you want to be with for the rest of your life. And when I say you're back for more, that's what I'm talking about. It's like people don't understand physical culture, and that's why we're educating them. Because it's a lifestyle, we know. But you made a, a great a, a, a great analogy there with the outside stuff because you know I'm outside now, especially, all the time. But weather doesn't change things. I mean, I've got cleats for my shoes. I keep the driveway as spotless as I can, et cetera, et cetera. Now, does that mean I might have to slow down a little bit? Yeah. Does that mean when, if I'm loading them on barrels, that chances are if I don't have a good hold on, it's not going to slide off the barrel. It could take me with it. Yep. Yep. But what happens now is you become a little smarter. I'm not saying more cautious, but you're thinking next step, next step, next step, next step. Okay? This is what creates such a, a, a like a bear trap mentality, that will we talk about, where... It doesn't matter what's going on outside. What matters is what have you built on the inside to go after that outside, to you're back for more. Are you going to answer the bell tonight, folks, ladies and gentlemen? What do you think? Or is it snowing too hard tonight? Now, I'll get it tomorrow night. Well, if you're going to do that through your life, you got fleeting success, if any. See, I believe the things that are going on around you is obviously your own creation, a lot of it, all right? And when we go out and train, I mean, I'm not going to speak for Charlie. We'll, we'll send it right back to him, is this. I go out to train, obviously, like Charlie said, it can be very soothing to you. It can become... This feels great because I can tell you last night I needed it more than ever. I just needed to get out there. Whatever it was internally in me, it was on me from the time I woke up on Thursday morning. And I said, there's something going on here, and i got to go out and, and ring the bell tonight. And I wanted to go out. All day at work, I was thinking about it. You know, I got home. I was like, man, it was like boom, boom, boom. You know, change, have dinner a little earlier. 
relax for a half an hour, get ready, go out. Now, last night I, was, I did so well. I came in. I had to be up at uh, 5 a.m. I didn't get to sleep till probably 2.15. Why? Well, of course you're wired up. But you know what it was, too? I love it so much I couldn't stop thinking about it. It's like, what am I going to do next now? You know? I've had people, I told Charlie offline, inquire about, when are you going to Iceland? Well, I'm not going to say anything about Iceland anymore. Okay? What I'm doing now is I'm creating this whole world with the stone lifting, where I want to go next year, where I'm going to do it, how I'm going to succeed, what I'm going to have to do at the FBC Steel and Stone Yard to make that success happen. And that's why I love it when I said, you're back for more. Because you know what? You can pummel me some nights, but I'm going to come back and I'm going to break your nose and I'm going to bloody you. And if you go with that mentality, no matter what happens to you, you will survive. And you will make the right decisions. And even if you screw up, you always have a chance to redeem what you did. And here's the thing I don't think a lot of people understand. Once that day is done, it's done, folks. You don't have to carry that ball and chain around your neck anymore. You understand? Get rid of it. Go and start again. That's the point of everything. You have to start. I had a guy, and Charlie, I don't mean to take so much time, and I'll get right back to you, but this is very pertinent to this, too. This guy says to me, what do you take for supplements? I said, I take very few. Well, what do you take, creatine? I said, no, I have in the past, but I don't. I said, basically, I use a a really good milk and egg protein, uh, raw milk, raw cream, and that's that's more or less um, pretty much my, um, well, this time of year, too, sometimes I take a little astragalus and C or echinacea just to keep my immune system up real strong because especially, you know, everybody's sick around you, et cetera, et cetera. All right? So he's going on and on about this, and I said to this kid, since you're taking all these supplements, what are you doing for training? I said, do you squat? Here you go, Charlie. You're going to love this. He says to me like this, no, they're no good for you. You can uh, damage your back permanently. I looked at him. I said, "We, we have nothing more to say. And I said, good luck with your training. And I walked away. Go ahead, Charlie. Take it. But... This is what I'm talking about. You're back for more. So what? Your back hurts a little bit two days, and you think it's destroyed, and I can't squat. Go ahead, take it. It's the mentality, man. Yeah. Well, I, th- I think that I don't think that we were designed to have completely comfortable lives in a physical sense. I don't think that the human body was designed to be sitting in a chair all day or, or in a front of a computer or something. I, th- I think we are designed to experience some discomfort. And I think that um, I think weights can challenge you in, in that, or even 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 like the sensation of just feeling very cold. I'm not saying put yourself at risk in, or anything, but just 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 feel the elements. Just put yourself out of your comfort zone. And and I think that um, I think sort of holistically, and I, I just think it, it's a, it's better for you as a person. I think um, allowing these discomforts to occur from time to time is what you're designed to do. 
whether it's putting yourself under duress or, or straining yeah. it with the weight or experience uh, a, a cold temperature for sake of argument or just just putting yourself under physical duress it's not a bad thing and i think the weights uh the gym can, can provide that stimulation which i think will actually make you a better person i think i think it's what you're designed to i think it i think it will keep you on the, the mental straight and narrow as well as the physical well, you know, this is what I want to ask you because we ta- you talked about, you know, going outside in a log and all that. Let me ask you this because we've all felt this way. Tell everybody out there, pro or con, all right, maybe you've had a rough day on the farm or the kids or whatever. And you know that you got to train in an hour or two hours or tonight or whatever it is. And you say to yourself, because now... You're kind of second-guessing things. You know, maybe you feel a little low here or you're pissed off or whatever because I'm going to tell you mine after you. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you go out and do it, and suddenly you start doing it, your warm-up, and maybe it's rained all day and that log is a little bit heavier or, you know, we know stones get wet and sometimes they'll feel heavier, the natural ones and, and things of that nature. Tell everybody out there that how many times have you gone out maybe in a shit mood and said, well, I don't really want to be here. In 10 minutes, you're into it, and you're like, I am glad I did not stay in tonight. Go ahead, Charlie. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've experienced that more times than I care to remember. I mean, yeah. Uh, fairly recently, in fact. I, I was sort of feeling a bit, oh, should I, shouldn't I sort of thing. But you, you always, you're always pleased you did do it afterwards. Yep. Yep. It's, it's, it's good for the soul. <laughs> and, it is. And, 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 you know, it, it is worth doing it. But then as an example, using the log as an example, uh, I remember I was training with, with somebody else and we were sort of mucking around with logs and things like that. And um, I, was, I wasn't really feeling particularly motivated at the time. But um, from uh, the, when, I, when I'm basically pressing a log, for instance, I'll take a large breath yep. and then just lift it into my lap. And then I'll allow myself another big breath. But I try and maintain that breath right to lockout, that mm-hmm. second breath, because that's my own personal preference. Because I find that if I start trying to breathe um, when it's kind of under my chin and I'm about to press it, if I, if I, if I let the air out and back yeah. up, yep. it's just, I, just, I just lose that power. So wherever possible, I try and maintain that breath. Now, the reason I'm telling you that is because um, – once I once I held that breath in and I was pressing that log, that it's it's almost euphoric. Yeah, you know, you, you, that, that, and, and you, you feel like <laughs> once the thing's pressed overhead, it's like the best medicine in the world. Yeah, it, it, it's and you don't necessarily anticipate it coming, but it hits you. And um, it's an interesting thing. I remember, like, if people are feeling a bit glum and stuff, apparently one of the things that you can do is if you really, really tense your body up and you, and you, you hold your breath yep. and you tense your body and you physically think about tensing your, your feet and your calves and your quads and your, your stomach and, and you just tense, tense, tense and you hold that breath for as, as long as you can. And once once you release that, it's a, it's a similar feeling. It's like, and I, and I think it goes back to your body wanting to do things, wanting to yep. be under duress, releasing those endorphins, those yep. emotions. And, you know... It's it's it's, uh, it's 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 good therapy. <laughs> it's the so, best. So, yeah. so if you can translate that that yep. dodge, if you like, from lying lying in your bed and doing that as a quick fix, and, and translate that into going into a gym and having that similar experience where you're building muscle, you're making yourself stronger, you're making yourself, you're protecting your joints, you 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 know you 
your musculature is benef- benefiting from it. Yep. And, and 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 so and you are mentally as well. So it has the there's a whole package. So oh, really, yeah. if so, if you're any any doubt as to whether or not you should train or not, really, you, you should you should really do it unless you're injured or something. Because uh, you, not only will it give you that those in, that endorphin rush, it will actually do, be good for you. Um, in a moral sort of, you know, it will give you confidence in yourself as well. So, yeah, well, absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's what I was saying, and I, I think it was in one of my blog posts recently. And I'm going to do more about it. I'm going to do some shows. Maybe I'm going to have you come in with me. Um, I believe heavy, heavy training. I don't care what it is. Weight, stones, rocks, rack, anything. This is my feeling, Charlie. You know, you talk about endorphins. I, I go with you on that. But I think it goes deeper than that. I think what we do, it kicks the will right into you. And I mean physically. It, 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 you have no, it's like somebody literally kicking you in the behind and releases the will back into your body. Um, I've been doing a lot of things I haven't talked about. And I'm telling you right now. Um, you damn well better have a strong will among everything else, the belief, the desire, the commitment, the dedication, all those things. But when you're, you know, there's nothing like lifting something heavy, heavy. It puts you, you know, like you said, make you uncomfortable. You know, I've talked about a number of times the last Rocky Balboa. You know, when he was talking to, um, I can't think of her name, uh, Little Marie's son. And he would say, I used to stare up at the street light until I blinked. I would take a tennis ball and squeeze it till my hand exploded. And the kid was like, why would you do that? He said, to make myself uncomfortable because what that did when I got in the ring, I was able to take everything that was thrown at me. Okay? And it's the same way in your weightlifting, in your stone lifting. You have to make yourself a different type of a beast. I don't even know if I like that word. A different disciple of strength. All right? Um, You can't be like everybody else, and who wants to be? Yeah, there's people you admire, but you know what? Charlie's still got to be Charlie and lift the Denny Stones. Eric's still got to be Eric and hoist up a big squat with a six-second hole push against another set of rods. Can Charlie be me? I'm sure Charlie could do it. Hopefully, I could do what Charlie does, too. But the point of it is, there's only one Charlie and there's only one Eric. We have both probably a lot of similar things we like to do, a lot of similar traits, too. But that, but we're different individuals. We're unique. Charlie's unique. There's never going to be another Charlie. There's never going to be another Eric. And that's what I'm saying. You know, when we talk about all that stuff, when you're out there, when you're facing things that just are going to grind you up, especially when you're alone, and I hear it all the time, oh, God, that must suck you train alone. No, it doesn't. But I will tell you this. You got to be the type of individual to train alone. Not many people can do it. All right? A lot of people need that. Come on, or slap me across the face a hundred times, or sniff 50 ammonia capsules. All right? Great. But here's the deal. You go to a gathering, or you go and lift the Ard Blair stones, Charlie's not going to stand behind you and give you another set of hands to help you lift it. 
You know, or you go and, and damage a big bar overhead or a log, Eric can't stand behind you and help you lift it. My point is, this is why we're talking about this. Go out and take your medicine. Go out and give it back out. The more you do that, the more success you're going to have. And don't be afraid if you're thinking you're hearing stuff that's saying you're back for more. That's good. You want to communicate with your with what you're working with. You have to. You have to. People say, oh, it doesn't mean it. It does. I say things verbally, like I said, that's the mantra I use, going up elevator. I do that with every lift now. I've had success like you wouldn't believe. Why? What does an el- I know it goes down, but we're not talking about that. What does an elevator do? It goes up. Weights go up. Stones go up. Sandbags go up. Everything goes up. All right? When you think like that, no matter what the day is going to bring you, you're going to make it for another day. I mean, what better way to feel instead of walking out of your workout and saying the whole thing sucks? I can't do it. Or I'm not even interested in this anymore. That's what quitters do. Remember I say with Frank Klein, quitters never win and winners never quit? Well, that there's a hell of a lot to that, let me tell you. And if you think like that, and no matter what happens, that's the interesting thing of lifting. Why would you want to go out and succeed every time? I mean, we all do. But if you're not, if you're not getting your heart ripped out of you once a week, I mean, you ain't living. You're not living, man. And that's what we're talking about here. Go ahead, Charlie. Take it. Yeah, again, it all comes down to the sort of duress and what you're prepared to put yourself through. But I think that people sh- shouldn't be discouraged. I mean, I think we've got to make a difference here between somebody who's kind of encompassing this. They're, really, they're sort of really embracing embracing this, this this notion that you've obviously got to be sensible as well. I mean, uh, if, if somebody's perhaps inexperienced, right, I would not right. suggest that they go mad and lift uh, a ridiculously heavy weight. Right. I mean, it's, it's a question of progression and, and knowing what standard you're at and what you can reasonably expect to lift because you don't want to be put off either. No. Because no. You, you, otherwise you, you don't want to be put off before you start. So you, you, you probably do need guidance, you know, and, and uh, technique and, and, and um, sort of find out where you are physically and indeed mentally, I guess. And uh, so, but it is a learning process and it's a learning sort of curve. But um, It's a lifetime, yeah, Charlie. Yeah. But but I just yeah I'm just I'm just a bit wary that people are maybe thinking let's just go to a gym and lift physically what nah. what can because that, that's obviously a a grave mistake with yeah. proper technique and form and stuff but, but but once but once once that's been established then absolutely definitely yes I mean that's it, I would advocate it most wholeheartedly well enjoy falling on your face because you're going to do it a million times right but you know. Just like Lawrence and Maggie and Danny, you could tell from being a dad, and your son's been very blessed to be able to do the things he's done. And I look at Maggie and Danny, and I, I'm sure you notice this with Lawrence. You know, when your mind is not cluttered with a lot of things, now, I would never let them take chances that would hurt them. Never. But they're so eager and so hungry, and there's so much fun to be around, I can't do anything but encourage him, Charlie. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I was saying today to a friend of mine, because we they, they know the two little kids, 
And I said, well, we're doing some stuff now, and it, it makes me very happy. It pleases me like you wouldn't believe. And they're getting so much out of this, too, and giving me so much, too. But, you know, it's nothing for me to write a little thing down on a piece of paper for all the kids. And it might say, you are great. And I'm telling you right now, biggest smile comes right over their face. You know, three words, you are great. And this is the way I approach people I train and my own family, obviously, because I can see the success with these kids. Now, I don't know, Natalie, the oldest, she's probably going to get a scholarship definitely for track. And her grade, she's like 99 point whatever student. And they're all, Suzanne, Olivia, Maggie, Danny, who knows? I mean, they're just outstanding students and athletically. But I love having them over in my neck of the woods, you know, sandbags and whatever, you know, the grip work I teach them and all that. And, and you see them, they're like jumping around and they're just so damn excited. That's contagious. All right. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting that from an eight year old and, and one who and just turned 11, Maggie. And I enjoy that. More than you'll ever know, because I'm telling you right now, that even influences my training. And when they say, you know, you're back for more, damn straight I'm back for more. Keep handing it out. Keep smacking me around. Because, you know, I know enough. You know, Charlie and I are not rookies of this stuff, but we know when we're kind of off maybe that day. Or maybe we just don't have what we had two days ago, three days ago. So we know how to process this. We might not like it, but the way I look at things is this now, especially with all this rack work. I might go 100, well, 99% one night. The next time I walk in, I'm at 50. How did I learn how to do this? Because what I'm doing is I'm taking my body and gearing it so I can do this forever. Okay. Because I want to do it forever. I, I can't imagine my life without this. It's that dear to me. And you just become smarter. And all, I, I believe this totally. I've said this on more shows is this. When you learn physical culture, and it will take you a lifetime, but what it's going to do for you in, in the beginning, the middle, and the in-between, and to the end, this will influence your life outside of the gym forever and i can't say this enough because i don't know of anything anything that can create the life you really want but you're going to have to learn how to do this you're going to learn to build from within out when you do that i'm telling you right now your life is going to change so fast you're not going to know what hit you go ahead charlie yeah, it's interesting what you're saying about Danny and Maggie because I, I've kind of so, sometimes if I think I'm going to struggle yeah. uh, with with a weight or something, then I'll actually I'll actually go and find Lawrence <laughs> and, and I'll say let's let's go and let's go and do some training, Lawrence or something, and yeah. he, he'll come with me. Yeah, and that that and that gives me an edge because there's no way that I'm going to want to fail. Yeah. whatever it is I'm doing in front of him. Right, because he's got so such. He's got high expectations. Good for and him. He and and he, he doesn't know, he doesn't maybe necessarily know that he's there to give me a boost because I don't know if I'd admit that. Right, right, right. right. But I can't, I can't possibly let him down or fail. Right. 
Uh, and so again, uh, it's he. he um, although I, I'm much, much more used to training on my own, and that's kind of what I'm kind of been used to. Um, there are times where I just need a, a boost or, or something, just to, just you know, just something to give me an edge. And, and very often, that's the question of trying to find out where Lawrence is, <laughs> and, uh, try, try not to disappoint him, so he right, can be proud right. of his dad. You know? Yeah. No, um, I, I think that's fantastic <laughs> because. Just think what he's getting getting out of that too. He doesn't even really know, probably. You know what I mean? But no, he as he, as he grows <laughs> and he thinks back to this stuff, he's going to be getting great stuff. And, and that's what I said about Danny and Maggie too. It's like what you're doing with these kids today. You don't know what it's going to do f- two years from now, five years from now, ten years from now. 25 years from now because i've said this before charlie i know we've said this i've said it on shows with you i want to have a relationship with them forever i don't care if they're eight or they're 25 i want them to think of their uncle always as somebody that spent time with them that was a teacher and they taught me too it's very important because they kids as you well know they need to be interlocked with people you know, and I'm not saying everybody either, but what I'm saying is they, you want to build, you want to build a relationship with them. And I don't mean, you know, Hey, here's $25, get lost. It's not like that, man. You know, I had uncles or, Hey, here's a card for you. You know, well, all right, thanks. You know, that's what I remember about them. But when it's their birthday or something, I make sure that not only do I give them a gift, but I go over there with a beautiful card for them and spend time with them. It's not like, here's your shit, get get lost, all right? That was the way my mother's mother was, my grandmother, who lived to 109 almost. And I, it's funny when you're a kid and the impressions you got. You know, she lived up in Plattsburgh, which is pretty far from Albany. It's it's a good drive. I mean, she never drove. She was a nurse till she was 78 years old. And she will always be the matriarch of our family. Always. I miss her to death, believe me. And I can remember it didn't matter if she'd come down here and she would make, she, my buddies would come over, she'd make us breakfast any time of the day. Lunch, she couldn't do enough for it. I mean, Charlie, we'd be playing metal music, and she'd be sitting in the room with us. I said, do you like it, Grandma? She goes, oh, yeah. I'm like, are you kidding me? What I took from her more than anything, besides her great generosity and everything, was this. She always made time for us. Always, man. And she was busy. And she always, my friends would come over. My, You know, I got a big family. Always be there. Or she'd be sitting here ironing stuff for my mother. She was always busy, always involved, and she was always, always nice to her grandkids and their friends. I took that from her, and I'm the same. Out of all of us, I'm I'm just like Grandma when it comes to that. Because that was a lesson I learned early on, even though I didn't know probably what a lot of it was. But I always said I would always emulate Grandma the way she was to her grandchildren, you know, even though they're, they're my nieces and nephews. It's the same philosophy. And I think that's the way you, you, you do a lot of things like that. 
you know, we, we think, well, we go lift weights, put them away, that's the end of it. No. You involve your life with it because it involves itself with you. I said they're not inanimate objects. They vibrate. They give off. All right? You can think whatever you want about it. But if you really want to get to the zenith of everything you do, you got to learn to start taking this approach. Go ahead, Charlie. Well, I mean, recently uh, I, I do try and involve Lawrence in, in what I'm doing. And, uh, you know, it kind of goes beyond the, the weights. I mean, for instance, I've made the logs myself yeah. that, I, that I use. And I, I took Lawrence out. I thought it was about time that he needed a new log because he compresses one fairly easily now. Yep. So, I mean, we went on a... Uh, well, obviously, I'm on a farm, and there was a, there's some trees down. So he and I went on a, a day trip, sort of around the farm, uh, looking for some logs that we could use. With a, so we had a chainsaw, you know. We were outside, and we were looking for decent things that we could use for him and all the rest of it. And so he was involved in the whole. Yep. Getting the, the limb, if you like, getting it down to the vehicle, getting it, you know, carrying it, just manhandling the thing, and then and the whole process of, of making it. So again. Uh, the whole sort of creating the equipment as well he's been involved with too yep which, which is great because it sort of takes it to another level it's like we're, we're having a day trip out getting exercise and doing things uh, to create equipment in order to better ourselves mm-hmm. so the whole thing kind of you know it all works in together yeah um, but that, that was a great that was a great that was a great trip and it's my, it's my intention to sort of just find you know bigger bigger logs for him and so keep keep taxing him because uh, he needs to be challenged the whole time and, well you know uh, what the, you know what the nice thing is too charlie you know we don't see a lot of it now you know fathers and sons um and he's part of something that he's building the lift uh, you know i i that is extremely special man it, it mm-hmm. you know i think a lot of it's just a lot of people just blow it off um what you're doing with that young man is you're creating a sense of not only, you know, you've got to learn to go out and do what you need to do to get to where you need to get. And, you know, the log, the lifting, the dragging, you know, the whole thing of seeing it through and eventually hoisting it overhead. This, Lawrence is getting a whole different feel from what a lot of kids get. You know, we know, especially in America, Everything's pretty much hand-delivered and wrapped with a bow. What is that teaching you? Not much. What is that doing for you physically, mentally, and spiritually? Not much. But when you take your son out in the woods and you end up getting a tree or whatever you're doing or a stone or whatever, and they're part of it, you know, I'm sure you see the grin on his face and the excitement. This is the stuff that legends are built off of, man. It really is, and it's, you know, unfortunately, a lot of these things have been swept aside, but I never do. You know, I I think what you're doing is fantastic, and you see the stuff that Lawrence does. I mean, that's not by accident, okay? He's got people that really care about him and motivate him, but he's the guy locking his hands on on a log and cleaning and pressing it, okay? So, as I said before, with like here... You train alone, like you do plenty. You're a different style lifter. Um, And as I said, it's not for everyone. But the ones that can pull it off, that can be independent, you're going to be very successful. Because you and I both know, 
you've gone to enough things, you compete in enough things. Yep, it's great. They're all hollering, yelling your name. But if you're really dialed in, you're not hearing any of it. And when it comes down to it, you and I both know who's going to lift the Denny's, Charlie or Eric. Well, hopefully we both would. But I'm not going to be sitting, standing side by side with you, grabbing the rings, and we're going to lift them together. So what it does, is it cre- creates a formula where, yeah, it's great to have everybody yelling, Charlie, Charlie, Charlie. But you know what? When Charlie was lifting these huge stones, it was just Charlie. That's the difference. Charlie didn't need to have a big cheering section for him. Yeah, he brings Lawrence in once in a while, fine. But what I'm saying is when it comes down to it, it's been Charlie. Go ahead, Charlie. It's all yours. Yeah, well, there's, there's a sort of a natural sort of, I'd say sort of like almost like a bond, you know, or understanding with um, with a lot of uh, strength athletes because yep. I think they have a lot of respect for each other. Yep. Because I think in a lot of instances, they have been training alone. You know, I mean, I'd, I'd see a lot of my friends uh, training alone. They might set up a camera or something like that. But uh, I, I guess they might need spotters or something for like bench presses and uh, perhaps sure. and things. But but for the most part, it actually is almost quite a solitary sport. I mean, it, I mean, when everybody gets together, it is a wonderful thing. And, and there's all these. I think everybody respects each other because they know the amount of time and effort and and probably the long hours that they've spent on their own building up to these moments um so yeah I, th- I think that's where the camaraderie comes in and it's not because the people are there sort of cheering and shouting and slapping them on the back and training right i think it's a, i think it's a mutual respect it's yep. almost like it's like a it's almost like a, 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 a dignified yeah. uh, respect um uh, of what people have had to go through to, to, to get to where they are and um yeah it's uh it's quite a good bonding thing, you know? Um, oh, without a doubt. You know, we understand. I mean, we understand the sweat and turmoil and when you're alone. How can't mm-hmm. you admire somebody like that? And how can't you, when you meet at an event, you talked about bonding? Without a doubt. Without I mean, a I doubt. Think, I, think, I, th- I think some of the top guys are quite accustomed to training on their own. Right. Um, I mean, I, I know that Sadrunas Daviscus is very happy training on his own. I mean, if people turn up, then fine. You know, if people want to play music, then that's fine. But he is perfectly comfortable and happy training on his own without any music and just getting on with it. And and I think that you you need to have that sort of discipline. I, I think that if you're relying on people shouting and cheering and stuff on you the whole time, uh, I don't I don't think you're going to be mentally tough enough or committed. I mean, it's great. It's great. At an event like you're saying, if people are shouting and cheering you on, it's all wonderful and everything like that. It's great, and uh, but it is it is, does become a bit like sort of white noise. Yeah. Um, and um, I mean, brilliant. Once you've achieved the lift and everything, it's afterwards. It's brilliant. Everything, oh, well done, and everything. And that's that's kind of you know that's when you're kind of more aware of it and you appreciate it and it's great and everything. And obviously, you do the same for everybody else. Um, but yeah, I, I I do I do think there's a there's a, there's a skill and an art and. Um, as I say, I think the top people do have it. They're yeah. very comfortable training on their own. I agree. Um, and I'll tell you one thing, Charlie. You know, there's nothing like walking out and you're listening and listening to the wind and you hear you're back for more, huh? I, I just think, to me, that is the most grand thing. I love those words, you're back for more. Um, there's just something very special about what we do. It doesn't matter what it is either. It's just, um, that's why we want to do what we want to do here. We want to get so many people, no matter what age, involved. And I've said this numerous times, 
I don't want to lift the 400-pound stone, or I don't want to lift the inver, the Denny's. No one's asking you to do that. But you got to get started with something. And never dismiss anything because I've seen many people that just dismissed all the stuff, and the next thing you know, they might be going in their first powerlifting meet. So never say never, and definitely listen to the wind. I'm telling you, you'll be very happy when you hear the words, you're back for more. I love it, and I can't wait. i got to go Sunday morning. Um, I'm already looking forward. I can already feel it and hear it. There's something about it. It, it gets right into your bones, your soul, everything, into your head, into your internal, your subconscious mind. That's why I keep telling people, start developing your thinking. Start reading Start listening to people that inspire you. There's over a 1,000 shows here. There's more inspiration in these shows than 100,000 books. All right? It's all there. If you don't find it in one show, you'll pick something up. Keep going through. Re-listen. You start doing things like this, life is going to change. If you really want to change. But change is going to create pain. And Charlie already talked about feeling uncomfortable. You've got to be able to feel uncomfortable, no matter what you do. You want a better job? Well, you might have to go to night school, or you might have to uh, um, go to a different company. You know, you maybe been somewhere for 10 years, and you got to make a change. That's uncomfortable for most people. Okay? Maybe you have to go and start being around, which you should anyways, around people that are more successful than you instead of going to a bar all weekend start developing your mind get out there and start walking grab a sandbag or two 20 pounds 10 pounds start doing some lifts with it go and get a small stone if you want i would invest in a weight set obviously it's very simple it's just everything out there makes it complicated too many people are telling you you can't well we tell you you can Get the proper training, hire the proper people, and get on your way with it. I'm telling you, you make those first ten steps, it's going to change. I Believe me when I tell you it. And you're going to be so happy that you did. Do not be the people, as they say, when you walk through a cemetery, you hear them say, I only wish I did this. Never die with regret. No matter what. Go out, pummel the stuff, as I said, have the will pummeled right into your body. Charlie, summarize anything. Take your time. Give out all your material to get a hold of you, and we'll get set up. Well, uh, just so everybody knows, I said it. Charlie's on next week for a three-way and the following way with a three-way. So we're going to have some killer material. But take it away, brother. Well, bearing in mind what you just said about been on the next next weekend the week after i'm not sure if i should say too much because i'm scared that i might uh, i might exhaust uh not at all <laughs> the not at all but uh, you know no it just uh, again you know yeah the, the weights thing and you know, your back and all the rest of it you know it's uh, i was just going to throw another little element into there as well briefly before we sort of wound up which yeah. was that um you know, there's, there's a familiarity and comfort in the actual weights. Now, I know some people, in fact, myself as well, have got, like, there's stories even behind the weights and how, and how you maybe came about them. And they, they almost take, oh, this sounds really 
like strange. It's almost like they're sort of taking on like personality and characters, you know. I agree. And, 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 yeah. the, and the stuff that you can feel quite precious about. And it's not necessarily like if you're in a commercial gym where loads and loads of people are using this stuff and you don't know how it's going to be treated and everything. Right. There's something very personal about your own particular weights and, and how you have them and what you do with them and how you, you came by them and the, the, the PBs you might have hit with those particular weights. So, yeah, that, that, again, that's kind of like another... Even the, the amount, even earning the, the money and stuff to then buy yep. the weights and everything and, and the reward of being able to increase the weight for your deadlifts or something like that it's, it's all connected and it all yep. becomes very personal so again I, I think that adds another tier of kind of like affinity for, for training the weights particularly on a, in a home gym situation or, or where you're not necessarily sort of training at a commercial gym but I just thought I'd just throw that out there I anyway. think that's great Charlie because you know what you hit a that, that was a big big point on the show is this the thing is most people don't understand this and I try to convey this to them all the time Every one of us has a story to tell, and there's so much truth to that. So never, ever let anybody think you have nothing. Charlie hit it right there. It's very personal when you plan your gym, when you save the money to go out and buy the equipment. I've done so many things like that, and we design stuff. i got to tell you, it is fun as hell, and it is a very personal thing. But I'll tell you what, this is how legends are built. And, Charlie, that was great to hear you say that. I didn't even think of it that way. But it is, you know, I could tell you some of the things I've bought that are on the floor I am so proud of. Um, and I wouldn't give them up if I didn't have a, a two pennies to rub together. I'd rather be dead than give my stuff up. Go ahead, brother. Yeah, well, yeah, I just, yeah, I thought that was an important thing to mention. No, very but, important. But, but anyway, but, yeah, I think, yeah, it's summing up. Basically, I mean, Eric, thank you very much for having me on the show. It's, it's always a pleasure. Always, brother. And uh, if anybody is interested uh, in, in getting in touch with me uh, to talk about any aspects of training or anything like that or any questions, I'd be delighted to speak to them. And my, you can get me on Facebook. Uh, my name is, is Charlie Blair Oliphant on Facebook. And then there's the R. Blair Stones Facebook page. And there's a YouTube channel, again, called The R. Blair Stones. So, um, yeah, once again, thank you very much for having me, Eric. It was, uh, Anytime, it was a pleasure. Charlie. It's always a pleasure, believe me. Um, this is Motivation Muscle Streaming Radio 24-7. As I said, um, if there's a show you'd like Charlie and I to do, um, just go out to Fiorello Barbell at nightcap.r.com. We can do anything, so I don't even worry about it. Also, too, um, we're on iTunes and Stitcher. Give us a five-star review. That's what we've gotten. We're on Spotify. We're also on Google Podcasts. Um, if someone seeks you out in the gym or the concrete jungle, never be afraid to give them five words to inspire. That's what we talked about tonight. What a great subject. To be that in tune with everything and to know. like That's what I've been saying. I've been just standing out, feeling the wind go through me. And you know that's where I got it. You're back for more. As I said, everything is vibrational. Like Charlie said, that stuff is very, the weights, everything. It's a very personal experience. Very personal. You need to get in touch with that stuff. The more you do that, the more success you're going to have. It'll, it'll take and knock you on your can probably eight times out of ten, but the other two you're going to wreck it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You start changing mentally. It feels good, believe it or not. Also, too, um, as my mom said when we were kids, 
Never be afraid to say hello to someone or give them a smile for that day. You never know what people are going through, and there's an awful lot of people I know, even I meet up with, they're really hurting. They don't know where to go. They don't know what to do. They're bitter, and it's a shame. It really is. And I'm telling you right now, get up off your butt and start walking and reading and listening. It'll start changing. Listen to this show. I guarantee you it will change you. Also, too, don't forget, if you're going to lift it, bend it, break it, twist it, press it, pull it, squat it. If you're going to lift stones, turn them into dust. And the great Hoosa Steel Stone Crusher says in blood red domination, we're domination. We clear cut the path. We don't follow anyone's dominate, obliterate, and dent everything in your path. No one will ever clip our big balls. And as Russell Fur says, when I hear your shows, I swear there's testosterone dripping out of my speakers. It's more like a tidal wave, brother. And it gets higher and wider every day. Frank Klein, my greatest college business professor. Repetition, repetition, repetition. Quitters never win. Winners never quit. My pop. Be a leader, not a follower. Be a leader, not a follower. John Ridge. I was thinking about him a lot today. Greatest chiropractor ever. And like a father figure to me, he'd walk every patient to the door, no matter how busy he was, and say, keep smiling. John was one of the most interesting people I've ever met in my life. I'm telling you right now. So interesting. Such a smart man. Simple. But boy, did he know a lot. He was a big gardener, and we used to love to have those talks during the winter and just before we'd start planting. And um, as I said, you know, he had that New Hampshire accent. He's like, when are you going to put the garden in? He'd always, he was awesome. Awesome, awesome man. Also, too, be a steward of strength. Don't stand on the side of the road and watch the world go by. Tell 100 or more of your friends we're coming because we won't kick your door and we'll blow the roof off your house. Join the family for the next 30 years. Take these shows and push them out. Look at our Etched in Stone page. Look at our Etched in Stone page for kids. You know, Charlie's got the Art Blair Stones. Go out and look at these things. Push them out all over the place. People need to get acquainted with us. I mean that. They'll love it. They'll never leave here, I'm telling you right now. Also, Les Brown, you'll have greatness in you. We take it two steps further. We believe in you, and we got your back. And how many people would say that in today's world? Not many. Also, too, um, we always say this before I sign off with Charlie, a few things. Life is asking something from you. It's not the other way around. You're all winners, champions, and unstoppable. And if you're being told anything other than that, you need to go and get away from that. You know, it's not what you want to be around you. You want to go out and you want to lift and you want it talking and saying you're back for more. Well, you can't surround yourself with people like that. If you want to be better, you've got to get better all the way and everything around you. Charlie, always an honor. Another great, great show. We've got uh, two more Friday nights for sure, which ought to be outstanding with a third new guest coming on. So I appreciate all you do for me and the show, and thank you for being on, my friend.
Well, again, it was a pleasure, Eric. Thanks. And uh, I always learn a lot when I'm listening to your shows anyway. I mean, the, uh, it's always frustrating at the end of a show because there's so many much more things that we can talk yeah, about. But I know. It's got, it can't, but it can't, it can't go on indefinitely. So thanks very much. You're Thank welcome. You and um, I got Ryan Stewart on, and that's what I was telling Charlie, too. I mean, I'm not doing it as much, so I got to be very careful with my voice because um, – you know, it can start sounding real ratty if I'm really, you know, talking, talking, talking away. But, you know, you can't avoid that. Um, my idea is uh, talk as much as you can. Just to, It's like any muscle. you got to keep it in shape. So we got Ryan Stewart on tomorrow. I don't remember who we got during the week, but I've got a show that I'm doing solo. Uh, I'm going to rattle the cage hard. Wait till you hear this, what I've got. Um, there's an awful lot of material Charlie and I talked about some of the stuff next year. Um, it's just very exciting. And if you live your life like that, believe me, the rewards are just going to get better and better. And the people you meet are going to get better and better. And your relationships are going to grow. Isn't that what you want? That's what I want. And I hope all of you want it too. So for Charlie Oliphant, this is Eric Fiorello. Thanks for listening. What's today? Friday night. I am going to do my best to have this show up tomorrow. Um, if not, it'll be Sunday morning. But I'm uh, if the kids are over and we're filming for uh, some of the new stuff, um, I want to devote a good, a good amount of time. And I'd like to get Charlie's show up earlier than the afternoon. So we will talk to you soon. And like I said, go out and do something great because you all have it in you. You're all put here to lead. And we hope that you like this show. Pass it out, and we will talk to you soon. Have a great weekend, and thanks for listening. Thanks so much for listening to Motivation & Muscle, the podcast that connected your brain to your brawn. We'll We'll see see you next time. time.